She is an experienced head with a demonstrated history of working in the real estate industry. She is skilled in negotiation, sales management, marketing, customer service, and strategic planning. She is a strong professional with Bachelor of Engineering focused in IT from Thakur College of Engineering and Technology in Mumbai, and also earned her post graduation in business from SP Jain College, Mumbai. In today's episode, let's chat with Forum Shah. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Folks, this is your host Navin Samala, a fellow IT professional, passionate about learning, and also I'm on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. In every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn some amazing stuff. Folks, also we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end. And you know, you'll acquire more knowledge per every minute by tuning into TGV than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining us today. And today we are going to discuss a topic, five things to know about D2C, which is direct to consumer from a young women entrepreneur forum. We are pleased to have a forum part of TGV's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Forum, welcome to TGV and thank you so much for being part of our journey. Thank you so much, Naveen, for giving me this opportunity. Thank you. You guys are doing a fabulous work. Thanks. Thanks for the kind mention. And on that note, let's briefly touch about your career journey and also the entrepreneurial journey through new ESM. Okay. As you earlier mentioned that I've had my graduation in IT engineering and just like any other uh, IT engineer, I had applied for my placement. I was selected by Infosys, but unfortunately, there was this lag period which was going on and the placement offer, the joining date was a year gap, right? So in this year gap, I realized that there are a lot of things that, that I had to do before I joined Infosys. I started going to my dad's office. So we are real estate builders and developers based in Mumbai. So once I started getting, uh, you know, into the day-to-day routine of how real estate industry works, I started getting more and more passionate about the work that we do for the real estate sector. And uh, being a woman in a male-dominated industry actually gave me a very, very good chance in terms to learn a lot of things, you know, showcase my ability, showcase my skills. And it gave me so much of confidence because, you know, uh, everywhere around me, there were men. So, you know, it gave me a confidence to speak to a different gender altogether. And then that's how I came upon this course from SP Join, which is a management course in the business sector specifically. I spent around five years in my dad's real estate business. Five years later, I realized that I need to do something on my own. And that's how I started my own D2C brand, which is prior to Newsom. So this D2C brand was something which, you know, we were dealing into original and certified gemstones, which is a completely different kind of ball game as to what I was doing in real estate. But the learnings that I got, the entry that I got into the D2C world makes the base for what Newsom is about. So with Newsom, 
I am trying to overcome all the problems, all the difficulties that I faced in that D2C business of mine is what I'm trying to solve with Newsom. So, you know, I realized that for any new company getting into the D2C market, right, it's very difficult for them to make a mark in the industry. The entry barrier is too high for a D2C sector. So that is what I realized. And this is what I'm trying to solve for all the other brands which are out there through Newsom. So, what made you to take a plunge into this uh, D2C? And maybe let's talk some specific. Can you explain what is D2C mm-hmm. in general and how it is different from the conventional or traditional marketing? How big is the total mm-hmm. market? Okay. So, D2C, the full form is direct to consumer. Any company or any brand which is selling their products directly to the consumer with no middlemen in between becomes a D2C brand. Traditionally, what we used to do is if today Nestle wanted to get into the market, the first thing that they used to do is they used to appoint distributors so that, you know, they can sell their uh, products to these consumers. Nestle used to never sell directly to the consumers like you and me so that was the traditional marketing approach or the traditional selling approach with the brands too but now lately the brands have realized that number one when they are selling through a middleman they do not get a chance to uh, you know communicate with the consumers directly number two because a good amount of percentage goes to these middlemen ultimately their rates have to be much much higher so that is something that they realized in the process so d2c cuts down all the middlemen in between and it allows the brand number one to interact with consumers directly number two give them a better service give them a better rate so that how you know they become brand followers and brand loyals so the gap is getting reduced between a brand and the consumer through this d2c marketing excellent i i have a general question so probably you might have heard about this quantum Amway and nowadays this Herbalife kind of thing, right? They claim they are also selling directly from the manufacturer uh, to the consumer. But if we observe closely, they are into this MLM stuff, multi-level marketing and network marketing. So how is Newsom different from these brands? Okay, so Newsom is specifically a brand discovery and a trial platform. So when we started, we realized that today, if you want to discover or you want to know about a new brand, what are the channels through which you can discover? One is probably through Instagram. But on Instagram also, you have to know the name of the brand before you find the profile of the brand. The other is probably Google. Even on Google, you will have to type something. You will have to type the best, you know, beauty brands in India. But it's not necessary that, you know, all the beauty brands in India are showcased in the Google first page, right? So for a consumer, it is very difficult to discover a new brand and a new product. So Newsom basically acts as a discovery as well as a trial platform where the users can discover new brands. They do not have to search anything. Every time they come on Newsom, they find new brands which are a part of our platform. They probably find a new product launch which is launched by a particular brand which is already there on Newsom. They also get to try out a lot of sample and trial products from these brands. Because today, if I tell you that, Naveen, this is a tea 
which is costing you 500 rupees you will be a bit hesitant to try that tree because you will feel that you know if the tea is not suitable to my taste i may probably be wasting 500 rupees in comparison to that i tell you navin this is a box that i give you which has five different varieties of teas in it and you get to try all the tea brands at only a nominal price of say 200 or 250 rupees so for you that's a very big deal or a very good deal that you want to do because number one you get introduced to new brands number two you get a chance to taste those new brands so this is what we are trying to do with newsum aap box discover karo aap brands discover karo you discover the products and you also get a chance to try out their sample products so we are very different from the uh, what the amway and those companies actually did because for them also the mlm marketing which you say they appoint somebody else as a representative to sell their product today you must have experience that amway ki company will be saying one two three pointers or the usps of the product but the mlm guys will tell you 10 pointers of the product which are probably not even listed on the product so it's like the chinese whisper thing which happens right the company is selling something else by the time it reaches the customer it shows you know it it is getting sold in a very different manner in fact there was this one experience which happened recently i just wanted to share it there was this one company which was selling a product which was used for the fail by the time it reaches the customer that product became a full body product that was actually launched as a face product but the consumer were using as a body product and then the complaints were that we are putting it on our body but we do not find that glow on our body and you know our legs and our hands and they uh, actually complain to the brands that you know you have said that this is a body product and that's how the brand realized that it's a chinese whisper thing which is happening so you know then in these kind of scenarios d2c actually works the best whatever the brand is telling you can see it on their platform you can see it directly on their communication channels and that is what the consumer is getting so yes this is what d2c is about awesome <laughs> i love those examples actually Thank great you. yeah now now let's move on how how did this idea came came come to you like in terms of how did you nurture this new sum okay so as i told you my experience with my own d2c brand was that number 1 if there are big reputed players in the market in the same field that you are competing or if a brand is getting launched nobody will recognize you unless and until you have lot of money to burn now when i talk uh, money to burn it means you will have to spend a lot of money in marketing you will have to create a lot of buzz around your brand so that people can forget the major players out there and they start coming to your product or you know they shift there uh, from their major players to your product so that's how i realized that not every brand can do that because to set up a d2c brand you need a lot of investment one is your product needs to be very very good right so you need to invest a lot of your amount or your investment into making the product better once you make a product better then you say that you know you have to also invest double the amount of money in marketing which these brands do not have so that's how i realized that the problems which i as a brand faced when i was launching in the market the same problem is faced by 10000 hundreds of you know more d2c brands so why don't i try to make a platform which will try to solve that problem 
statistically but in a very efficient manner so any marketplace that you go even if you check out amazon flipkart you will always find advertisements from the bigger players out there right on the front page on the home page on their social media or probably even in the offer section you'll always find the major players who are getting bombarded again and again right nobody is talking about the smaller brands nobody is talking about how good the homegrown brands are nobody is talking about how good a small company based out of chikmangalore is selling really good coffee so today you are sitting in hyderabad i am sitting in mumbai i will never understand if there is a brand known as love kapi which is there in bangalore and it's selling an authentic coffee and the brand because she is a woman entrepreneur and um, she started very young so the brand does not have too much of money to you know compete with probably the sleepy owl or the rage coffee of india right so how do consumers come to know about her so this are the problems which i researched i you know i talked to a lot of founders and then i realized definitely this is a very genuine problem there are a lot of brands which are getting launched on a day to day basis and they need a platform to you know communicate with the consumers they need a platform so that the platform talks about those homegrown brands so this is how newsum was born and i'm so happy that you know we launched i think with around 50 brands and today we proudly have around 250 to 280 brands or associated with us we have lot of brands which are there in pipeline so i consult a lot of d2c brands right from their early stage into the business to the packaging to how should they you know do their marketing so i personally consult a lot of d2c brands so i'm really proud of what newsum is doing in terms of bringing the homegrown brands out in the world excellent and congratulations raising from 52 to 80 is not easy and i see that passion everything that you are speaking out right so definitely you are going to go a long way mark these words and i'm going to interview again thank you <laughs> all thank right you. so now let's talk about this concept like you said uh, typically like if you observe an existing brand they have huge marketing budget and they give a full page ad and all and right now you are dealing with home grown brands and all and that comes with a challenge that you wanted to address so what are some specifics that you are focusing in terms of connecting these not so known brands with the consumers any two or three tips that you would like to share yeah number one is so every brand is different from a previous brand that we work so uh, when it comes to d2c marketing for these home grown brands it's not that one size will fit all kind of solution will work so we make sure that number one we speak to all these brands on a one to one basis we try to understand what is the brand's priority when it comes to you know bringing out in the market today i may tell the brand that you know you have to focus only on the premium segment just forget about the mass segment but if the product is something which is not going to appeal the premium segment any kind of marketing or any kind of money burning activity will not make sense for the brand so number one is we understand the brand story we understand the brand's passion we understand the brand's vision and their goal once we understand that then we you know probably tell them that okay now this is what are the road map for you this is how you need to achieve then 
once we achieve that we make sure that you know every month on month basis we track the progress that okay from a to b if the goal of the brand was to reach from a to b did we reach from a to b or did we take a u turn and we went to a c designation right so that's how we reinvent ourselves with every brand that we work with so number one is we make sure that we do not give them a customized solution which is not going to work for all the brands number two is knowing the brand story makes a very important thing how did they start how humble their background was what were their plans how many new products they want to launch on a month on month basis so all these things are very very important when it comes to you know onboarding a brand on newsom's platform wonderful forum uh, one one other thing that comes to my mind in general like uh, any company that is existing today right they make profits and uh, well established brands they might have done a lot of uh, reinventions internally and are able to fix at a particular profit point and all but when it comes to this d2c right is it still going to be economical for brands or do you think this is going to be a new normal and why are we seeing some surge in the numbers in the d2c area number one is d2c got picked up really good because of covid so d2c as a concept was very foreign in indian markets but it was very very good when it came to you know the industry foreign industry so uh, companies out there in the foreign really acceptable to the fact that d2c karke there is a term and lot of the brands were going into the d2c world but when it came to india it was a very foreign concept right people were not accepting but thankfully covid played very very important role in actually pushing this in the mindset of the consumers because there was constant fear of people that we say that you know fogo the fear of going out was genuine for these people out there right so they understood that you know if a brand or a product is getting sold on just from my mobile i just have to place an order and you know 3 days 5 days down the line i have the parcel ready so that is something which gave the consumer that okay this is a very easy concept which is there so slowly and steadily people started accepting that thing and also on the other side the brands understood that whenever they appoint a distributor whenever they uh, made sure that you know their products were lying on the shelves of these retail stores there was a cost attached to it number one ek to distributor jo hai if you give him a better margin only then he'll push your product in front of the consumer otherwise he'll be pushing your competitors product who's giving them a better rate number two there are a lot of these retail stores which charge you to put your product on this uh, shelf monthly ka there is a retainer which is there and i don't know about the other cities but in the major cities like mumbai the major food markets or you know the major retail stores which are there which are very popular they charge as to 1 lakh se leke 2 lakh rupees per month only to keep your products on the shelf apart from that the commission is something which is very extra that they're going to take on every sale that you make so for a brand they understood that there are a lot of things that needs to be put when it comes to selling the product in the offline market ek to distributor appoint karo that's a very big headache in the fmcg and the beauty sector every product has a shelf life value if the product is not sold in that shelf life value there is a return which comes from these distributors or retail store right which is a added cost for these brands number 3 is they realize that when they are selling it through these models 
they do not have the medium to communicate with the consumer today if my product is lying on a nature's basket i don't know if navin is coming and picking up or if somebody else is coming and picking up or if navin like the product or not i do not know so i have no feedback from these customers so that is what was minimized when it came to d2c businesses consumer bought it if the consumer liked it they could directly leave a review on facebook on probably instagram amazon on their own on the brand's own website or probably create a ugc around a particular product so if i like a coffee brand i make sure that you know i at least post a photo of it tagging the brand so that makes a ugc for the brand so that was much easier the brands could easily reach the consumers agar kuch discount dena hai if the products you know they want to give a product discount they can directly just probably shoot an email or a message to the existing customer it was very easy to you know retarget the customers back so the brands realized that d2c is the way moving forward in fact all the brands that i you know onboard on newsum or i consult we tell them to only go the d2c model for the first 4 to 5 months because that gives a clear cut idea as to if your product is a good fit for the market or not if you give the products to 10 people and if these 10 people say that okay your products are really good that means you straight away got a confirmation that okay people are liking your product but out of the 10 if the you know if six or seven reviews are bad saying that you know we didn't like the product it gives you a chance to quickly work around you know your new batch or a new version which was not happening in distribution model right because the distributor jab product bechega then the distributor will come back saying that you know this customer say that this is not a good product so the timeline which you know the brand had to work around was very very high which got reduced in the d2c so i think d2c definitely is the new normal but it it is here to stay for for a long long term i don't remember the last time i went out and shop for any particular beauty or you know food product fashion yet uh, still people want to you know try out and see themselves in the mirror show their you know parents or boyfriend while they're trying out but beauty food fmcg sector is something which is completely gone online i think so yes d2c is here to stay for a long long time awesome that gave me a lot of clarity in terms of uh, how companies can make profit and especially uh, the appealing factor is the feedback loop right that has shrunk significantly and brands can really work on their new version immediately by seeking the feedback excellent now let's talk about your journey as a women entrepreneur like in the beginning you said you came across certain challenges but still now you have established yourself so as a successful young women entrepreneur what will be your advice to women who are aspiring to be entrepreneurs see uh, even though there has been lot of uh, things which are going on in the social media that there is no difference between a woman and a man entrepreneur the challenges that any entrepreneur face are same uh, for both the gender irrespective of what gender you are i completely agree with them that you know every entrepreneur who's beginning uh, their journey into this field has 10 different challenges that they have to deal on a day to day businesses but i believe for a woman probably out of the 10 challenges there are two more challenges or two more problems which are overlapping these 10 challenges and even if you deny that fact that's not going to be you know changed number one is women is always understood as somebody who's going to take care of the family 
even if you are married probably you have two set of families that you have to manage one is your in-law side and one is your parent side if you're not married people will expect you to at least take care of your household tomorrow probably you know if you have children if you have kids you will also have to manage that so along with those 10 problems the entrepreneur is facing there are two more problems which are you know overlapping these 10 but it's easy to overcome number one if you have passion anybody who gets bowed down by the responsibilities or the uh, taunts which people around you will give you then probably entrepreneurship is not the journey for you if you get disheartened if you know two people tell you that you are not a good wife or a good mother or not a good daughter if you're not taking care of your house and if you start feeling guilty about it then probably um take some time off mentally become strong so that you know you at least have that confidence to fight out to the world because um there are a lot of people who try to pull you down irrespective of your gender right so i know a lot of my male friends who are also uh, you know stepping themselves from the entrepreneur journey because their family have the mindset that you have to earn a certain amount of money every month which is not possible when you have your own startup so first is confidence is something that you need to have number 2 is you need to have passion about whatever you are doing if i am not passionate about what i am doing how am i going to convince somebody else who's going to you know ask me 10000 questions today so confidence passionate and number 3 is make sure that you know how to manage your time because family is very important uh, for anybody so if you only and only work and if you only and only focus all your energy into that there will be no work life balance some work life balance is definitely necessary so you'll have to have that management of time and number four things that have worked for me is take my family into confidence so if i have a plan in the entire day where i'm needed not to be disturbed i make sure that you know i convey that thing in a very proper manner and i give them the time to adjust themselves so communication plays a very very important role so i think these are the four things i would want to advise any woman entrepreneur who wants to get into um, you know the startup or the business world wonderful tips and fabulous conversation so far so forum we have been talking about d2c and journey of a young and successful women entrepreneur So we'd like to spice up this episode by asking you a few interesting rapid fire questions. Maybe you can answer okay. them very crisply, one to three words max. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. Let's get started. So, what was your childhood fantasy? I always wanted to become a doctor. Awesome. <laughs> what are three things that you carry with you always? Because of COVID, mobile, mask, and a sanitizer. Spot on. <laughs> Which other planet you want to visit if given a chance? uh saturn okay what's the funniest moment in your life so far oh that was actually a very embarrassing moment i was once hit by a bull and um, the bull just pulled uh, pushed his thorns inside my body and i just fell so i think that was one of the most hilarious moment i've ever had in my life right now oh my god that sounds so scary <laughs> all right let's move on to the last one out of the rapid fire So, forum. What is one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself? I would want somebody to invent a teleportation device. 
specifically for somebody who's staying in mumbai it's it's horrible to travel from one part of the city to the other part because of the traffic right so if somebody can invent a teleport device i think that would really save a lot of time for a lot of people i i get you <laughs> wonderful that was really quick rapid fire and with that let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's conversation So, what will be your one piece of advice to the young aspiring entrepreneurs who want to make big in their careers? So, anybody who is looking themselves into this uh, business world, I believe a lot of experience is needed. Number two, a lot of networking is something that one should focus on. You never know that you know what person, what work, or you know which person will come to your help or can be of help going forward. so networking is something that one should definitely focus on number 2 is i so the way we connected on twitter i recommend the youngsters to be a part of the twitter industry and the linkedin industry right because that is where the entire entrepreneur world or the business minds are there right so these two platforms are something that one should be a part of on a regular basis and the number fourth thing that i would suggest is to make a lot of mistakes because if you do not make mistake you're not going to be a better person right you're not going to learn a lot of things you are not going to understand how to trust your gut feeling and as i always say that 99% of the time your gut feelings give you that one feeling that's going to take you in the right direction so unless and until you make that mistake you're not going to realize the next time to trust on your gut feeling so make mistakes network communicate with a lot of people be active on all these platforms and number 4 is uh learn a lot of things when i talk about learn a lot of things it does not mean that you learn only by reading books or probably only by reading uh, you know by watching to the videos or listening to the podcast but learn by implementing that thing in a in your day to day basis so these are the five i think key advices i would want to give to anybody who wants to uh, make their mark into this journey wonderful that was a really awesome conversation and thank you so much for joining me today and wish you all the very best on your platform and uh, wish you loads of success and more power to you forum thank you so much navin for calling me thank you really really thank you that was a fabulous conversation with forum and uh, folks here is a small request to each one of you before we get into the trivia section in case if you haven't subscribed to us please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from so that you will be notified of all the future episodes and also if you have loved this episode and found it useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice so that your friends will learn new stuff like you and we will gain new subscribers thank you so much in advance also if you would like to recommend any speakers beat on the entrepreneurship or technology or personal transformation please drop me a note on the guiding voice for you @gmail.com or feel free to message me on social media platforms now let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode today's trivia is about nokia and uh, the fact that i'm going to share with you is what was the background of nokia the famous mobile behemoth nokia started its journey as a wood mill in the nokia city of finland and later on the brand entered into the rubber product segment and then they made their way into mobile market and they have they have disrupted the basic phone industry and they ruled the world unfortunately 
uh, they've lost their market share after iPhone and Android phones started getting into the market. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Naveen, your fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye-bye. Yeah.